Good evening, how you doing? My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. And this is the brand new season of the Arsenal Women's Show. We've slightly changed the name. It's the Arsenal Women's Weekly this season, but it's going to be just as good, if not better than last season, actually. We've got um, a lot to get through tonight, obviously. The slightly delayed start of the season. So we'll be looking at that, looking at the transfer window as well, which has been a little bit quiet this summer for Arsenal women. But uh, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, we have got two games in the next week as well. Obviously, Brighton kicking off the WSL on Friday. And then, of course, next week, the Champions League qualifier against Ajax as well. So loads and loads of great stuff to get through coming up the other side of this. So it may be a new season, but there's some very familiar faces on the show tonight, of course. The uh, gang from last season, it's great to get us all back together again. Andreas, of course, good to see you again. How are you after a good a good summer, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, I think we had a fantastic summer and uh, yeah, I'm glad uh, to be back and uh, I can't wait for, for the show and, and for the new season. I think, uh, yeah. We're all looking forward to what the season will bring after this fantastic Euro, whether we can take the atmosphere, this, this momentum into the season. And I'm, I'm optimistic for, you know, for growing attendances and for a fantastic season. So, mm-hmm. let me see you again. No, he's yeah. all hoping for a great season. And Matt as well, good to see you again. Have you had a good summer? Yeah, it's been good. I've been watching the Euros. We've been going to games, we all have, and I think we've all just admired it, and that's the important thing. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it's been a great summer for women's football um, in this country, certainly, with the Euros and everything else. And as Andreas said, let's hope we can take that momentum into the new season. I'm sure we will, and we're all going to enjoy ourselves. And Amar as well is here. He's, he's a bit dark again, actually. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's, it's this light. It's this office. I need to go in my room more often. Honestly, I just, I just like sitting down. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's not the same it's now. It's the it's same. A new, yeah. It's a new season, but it's the same old dark hour. We can't see. Uh, anyway. yeah, yeah, you've yeah. only got. You've only been, You've only had three months to sort it out. But don't worry. But this light has always been like that. It's the office. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the office. Yeah. Yeah. What you need to get, you need to get yourself a little light that you can place in front of your in front of your screen, and then it will shine. Oh, yeah, no, I need to do it in my room basically. I need That's to do it in my room. Um, yeah. But it's good to see. Well, not that we can see you very well, but it's good to see you anyway. We know you're there. At the moment, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. That's, that's what's important, isn't it? Um, so obviously, it's been um, it's been a busy summer for women's football, particularly I say the international side. It hasn't quite been such a busy summer for the Arsenal women on the transfer front. So maybe we'll kick off having a little look at that. Now, I think we were all anticipating slightly more incoming players, perhaps, this summer than we've actually ended up with. Just the two. The goalkeeper, of course, from um, Kogu, who played against us last season, um, uh, Marquis, and also, as well as we saw the picture there, uh, of course, Lena Hersig, the Swedish international who did play in the Euros. Um, what do we think about that, Andreas, in terms of the squad that we've got now? A few players have gone as well, uh, Nikita Paris perhaps being the, the highest kind of 
bigger uh, name player to have left. I mean, what do you make of the squad that we've got going into the season? Do you think it's enough for what we need in terms of what we've got to challenge for this season? Or do you think maybe we're a little bit short and we should have brought in one or two more? Yeah, um, of course we have a fantastic squad. And, and yeah, uh, international players in, in every position. Um, our, our first 11 is, is absolutely top. Um, yeah, uh, the problem is the squad depth. Uh, and um, we are not only playing uh, in the WSL. We, we want to play in the Champions League as long as possible. And, and you all yeah. hope that we can qualify for the group stage. Uh, and there is the FA Cup coming, uh, yeah, okay, in, in January only, and, and the Continental Cup. Um, we know how injury-prone some of our players are, and I think the squad depth uh, might cost us uh, a few points. And uh, I see problems coming uh, in November, December, and probably we have to react in, in the mm -hmm. January. So, uh, yeah. Um, Problem will be the spot depth and some positions. I think the defensive midfield uh, will be a problem. Uh, of course, we have Lia Walty, and, and Wally is fantastic. And, and every time she plays, uh, she's very important for us. We could see this. And if, but if we miss her, this changes. <coughs> yeah. And there is there is not a real replacement for her. Yeah, I know Frida Manum can play there. Um, Kim Little can drop deep and play this role. May, uh, maybe Leo Williams can play there. But this is right. also can play there, but it's not the real replacement. I would have wished uh, to, yeah, to sign a defensive midfielder. Mm -hmm. I think that's the main problem. And uh, yeah, let's see. Dina Hotik is a very good signing. I think she will fit in, and, and she's a Jonas signing. So. Yes. Yes. Hope that he will fit in better in his system than uh, Nikita Paris did. So yeah, it was a tight window, and as I said, it's got that compared to Chelsea, of course, and especially uh, if if injuries happen, uh, the defensive midfield mm. problem. Yeah, I mean that that does seem to be the problem area and it was a little bit last season as well and that's the thing that's maybe slightly frustrating from my perspective is the fact that that was our problem area in the team and we haven't done anything to address that you know the first half of last season it was obvious that the defense was the problem area in january we brought in a great defender yes you got injured quite a bit but ultimately right. that was a good move for a player that we needed in the position this summer we haven't done that now is it because Jonas feels that we've got other options, other players can drop in and play? Leah Williamson, as you mentioned, um, you know, Jordan Nobbs is going to be hopefully fitter this season. She yes. can make play more and maybe he feels that we've got enough. But personally, I'm a little bit concerned about that, actually. I'm excited with the signings that we brought in. I think the goalkeeper looked good against us. We all said that when we played against Koga, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're all pretty happy with that. And obviously, I think Lena's going to be a good signing as well. As you say, I think she's going to fit in better than Nikita did. Didn't quite work out for her, did it, at Arsenal? Oh. And I think that that's a good signing. So I'm happy with the players that we've brought in. But, yeah, I do feel we could be a little bit short in that key midfield area. And that's, it's still worrying me. I mean, Matt, what have you made of the, the transfer window? Do you think we're OK? Or would you have liked to have seen at least one more come in? Well, just on the outgoings, I, I picked a few. I haven't picked all, all through them. So you've got Simone, who wasn't getting any game time. She was yeah. getting injuries. So... 
no, it wasn't really an option to say, yeah, she's definitely sat in. You would have thought, right, okay, if you look at this yeah. list, who she thinks going, she would have been one of the ones on the list. The key to Paris, I was expecting her to stay, at least fight yeah. for that, try and get oh, into that starting 11 and try and force her way back in. She's decided now to go to Man United, which is a bit of a shame, but yeah. it's only going to help her in a, in the long term. Um, yeah. You've got Fran, who's now gone to Birmingham City. She's only played 45 minutes all season at the moment, and they started two, three weeks ago now. Um, Tovin obviously hasn't left because of her injury, and now she's back in LA, but we're going to miss those sorts of times when she was very important the free kick against Wolfsburg the goal against Man City to get the draw these yeah. are the sorts of players that we need the that step up uh, Lydia Williams she was a brilliant backup but she needed game time she needed to assert herself as that number one goalkeeper especially with the West Ham goalkeeper sort of playing week in week out and then mm. you've got players like, like in the youngest mold such as Alex Hennessy um who's now gone to West Ham. There's a couple of them that have gone to West Ham or Crystal Palace or a bit further down, get the experience and build themselves up. But it's just a bit of a shame that some of them have gone. But at the same time, yeah. when when you look at who we brought in, we brought in uh, Kea Marquise, good goalkeeper. But the question is, can she push, push Manu more than Lydia could? Yeah. Uh, she's not really seen as a number one goalkeeper for America. I don't even think she's in the top three. So that's the other important thing. Can she push as hard as she can to get into that America side of the World Cup? Can she push Manu to make sure that that number one sh uh, shirt isn't just Manu's? It's going to be more of a challenge this season. Lena, I've been looking at Lena back a little bit. She hasn't. She didn't score a goal, but she had two chances in the European Championships mm -hmm. or any of them mm -hmm. but she likes to press and get those opportunities where she can nick the ball off the opposition so it's going to be interesting to see how she plays um, she will hurt you uh, but she, it, the question I have is if you're playing if she's playing on that wing uh, she's quite slow to realise what she's meant to do defensively mm -hmm. so with her and Steena I don't think them two are going to work together very well um, also, I think it will be a case of uh, Lena will come off the bench, or it will be Caitlin starting and Lena will start, will then start on the other side. Um, yeah. On her stats alone, she played a thousand minutes in the league and only scored four goals. So mm. she didn't score a goal in the, any of the cups last season, uh, but she scored four goals in the Champions League, so a bit of a bonus for us. And we have one signing that we haven't been able to make yet because we have, because of everything yeah, going yeah. on. Uh, that is Gio Varna yeah, Gio uh, from Barcelona. Yeah, she's, Varna, yeah. she's been uh, she's another forward. So we've looked, it's almost like re replacement for replacement in a way, but she'll be loaned out to Everton. So hopefully yeah. everything goes through and we can see a little bit more of her this season and show what she's all about. Um, she scored seven goals last evening, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how she does. Yeah, no, it will. And I mean, I maybe didn't really count her because she's on loan at Everton initially, so we're not going to see her playing for us, are we? So she hasn't strengthened our squad right now for the future, yeah, and she could end up being a fantastic signing. Um, I mean, I agree, yeah, some of them players that we've let go, we, we, you know, it, there's quite a few there on that list, isn't there? That you know, And some quality players as well. 
you know, Tobin in particular, you know, we saw what quality she had, as you mentioned, some of those great moments that she gave us last season. And is Lena going to be able to come in and do a similar job? We'll have to wait and see. Let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, and and as, as Andrea said, I do think that she's a player that obviously Jonas will know anyway from Sweden. And, you know, you're saying with her and Steena might not work. They do know each other because they've played at international level. So they have some sort of understanding. So hopefully it can work. But we'll have to see exactly how the team lines up. Because, you know, Caitlin Ford was playing really well on that left-hand side. Lena's favoured position is on that left-hand side. We've got Katie McCabe as well who can play on that left-hand side. We're overloaded there. And on the right, we've just got Beth. And if Beth gets injured, then we, you know, people are going to have to move out of position, which is a little bit of a worry. Let's hope Beth doesn't get injured because she'll play every game if she doesn't, which is what we want to see. If I remember rightly, I think Lena can play on all of those. Yeah, she can. So she can play up front. She can also play on either wing. So it's yeah, not, she can. She can. And we've, yeah, we've got we've got options, haven't we? That's the good thing now. We certainly forward options are unbelievable because we've got players can mix and match their different positions, can't they? I mean, yeah. Viv can play the number ten position. She can play through the middle if she has to. Caitlin Ford can play through the middle. Caitlin Ford can play from the left. You know, we've got plenty of different options there. But it is the midfield still. But yeah, it's a shame we've lost a lot of those players actually because uh, you know they did a good a lot of good things for the club, didn't they? Many of them playing. Even though Nikita didn't quite work out, you know, she um, she had some great moments as well. And, you know, um, we're going to miss her, I think. We're gonna, we're definitely going to miss her. So, um, you know, it, we'll see what happens. Kiddo's in the chat there, Dan, says, um, uh, Defo, we've got uh, enough squad to challenge for the league, but mm. not on the European front. Yeah, I think we kind of perhaps are, are agreeing with you there. Um, Kiddo also says, I don't believe we've strengthened at all. All we've done is place like for like, likes of Tobin and Keats with Lena and Lydia with, with uh, Kayleen, yeah. Um, we've done the bare minimum. We have, but what I would say is we did some good business in January and not yeah. many other clubs brought many players in in January. We brought three really good top quality signings in January, didn't we? They've all had time to settle in and they're almost like, not they're not new signings because we've already had them before, but they're going to be ready to go already this season. They've got to settle in. And I think that's mm. perhaps a good advantage. And we don't, we mustn't overlook the work we did in January, which was great. And we're going to maybe see a lot more of those three players this season anyway than we than we did towards the end of last season. I mean, Steena made a big impact. Laura's done really well. And yeah. I think the Rafaela Souza is going to have even more impact this season now she's fit. And I think we're going to see a lot more. Manuela Bocci as well. Let's remember, she was injured a lot last Great. season. Great. She's coming in another option. So, you know, we, we're saying we don't have enough options and maybe we don't in one position in midfield, which is what we're all concerned about. Um, but overall, we have got a great squad. We've got some great players. We know we have. And I think that that's, that's the most important thing. Um, Colonel's in the chat there says, Barcelona are still too strong in Europe. Well, we yeah. they did, didn't they? Did they? they? They lost in the final, so they are beatable. Um, yeah, I agree as so well, because they've lost Alexia now as well with the yeah, yeah. injury. But then they have got Lucy Bronze. They have got Kira um, uh, Walsh as well. So they're not doing too badly, are they, I suppose? But, but yeah, we'll see what happens. We need to improve in Europe, definitely. We saw that. and. Mm. You know, we'll have to remain and be seen how that works out. Uh, I mean, Emma, what did you make of the transfer window then? Are you happy with what squad we've got now going into the season? Or are you a little bit worried about certain areas of the team, certain positions that we may could could find is going to come back and, and haunt us, maybe? Yeah, I would have liked to see them sign at least another couple of players. As we know, the problem area last year, especially when Leah got injured after the North London derby, was that centre-back position and in front of, um, as Andreas was saying, with Leah Vivaldi. Not having cover for her if she was to get injured, as we saw what happened, and even though we went on to win the title three seasons ago, um, yeah, I mean, we've got good, there's still there's still that worry if, if it's saying what we saw last year when uh, Steph had to play at 
left well she normally nagged left back where she had to play with Jen sometimes a centre back and you saw how worrying that yeah. was maybe I would have liked to see another centre back sign just in case one of them well, I know we've got Rafa we've got Lotto we've got um, Jen and uh, in that position but I would have liked to see maybe just one more just as a as a safety net if you, if you know what I'm <clears throat> trying to get at yeah so yeah, no, no, that, was a problem, yeah that was a problem area we saw last year I don't know I know, I know Frida Frida's still only 23 and Leah would know with that experience she's been superb in playing alongside the likes of Jordan and Kim in the past so that's the area which I'm still concerned about when you see how many uh, forwards we've got in the team I don't know and I, I, I know it's it's great to have that strength going forward but behind that there's the, the worry is still there that they could um that that there's not enough to um to sit in front of the defense and protect the back four so i would have liked to see um more um central as you said defensive midfielders probably one other central defender um signed but overall i would say uh, it's a bit disappointing but let's hope the manager knows what he's doing at the end of the day yeah i mean it's funny because i remember last season um we were sort of saying that, you know, Joe liked a smaller squad, didn't he? And he was quite happy yeah. with that. And then last season, because we, we bought so many players in last summer, and we seemed to have a massive squad, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and we were also saying, you know, maybe Jonas likes a bigger squad, he's got more options. But maybe deep down, maybe Jonas likes a smaller squad. And that could be why yeah. we've now got a smaller squad again. <clears throat> but we'll have to see how it works out. I mean, I, I don't know what, you know, what the season's going to bring at this point. But I like the players that we've got. And I think we've got a very, very good team we've got a, a good squad of players but is it deep enough for injuries that's what does concern i think all of us um kiddo says it's been a strange window uh lena hertig was never Jonas's first option she was down in second order behind yeah. the likes of um gase and 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 for, yeah, yeah possibly uh, yeah she, she may have been we don't really know do we it's so all speculation really i mean Jonas will know lena obviously from sweden and stuff like that so i would have thought he you know i'm sure it's a signing that he wanted um and he's, he's managed to get it done yes Maybe it wasn't his first choice, but we'll have to wait and see. If it works out for us, we won't really mind too much, will we? Um, Kiddo says there, we even lost that to Chelsea yeah. on Elena Jankovic, um, who's worked under Jonas despite meeting her release clause. It's absurd. Yeah, that was a strange one, wasn't it? I mean, I, I don't really know what's gone on there, but, you know, yeah, we did miss out there. She would have been a good sign, actually, wouldn't she? If we could have got that one over the line. Uh, Kiddo mentions there, Taya Goldie as well. Yeah, I mean, she might end up playing a bit more maybe this, this point, season. Yeah. Uh, de defender, so young defender. So let, let's hope that that, that maybe might, might work out. Um, Tommy's in the chat as well. He says, I'm glad the game is on that obviously on Friday. It is now um, leaving straight from work Friday, turning, uh, turning down a work night out for a good lad. That's what we like to see. <laughs> out for the flag, a lot he has. Yeah, we'll be looking out for that. I'm sure that, that'll be great as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's good that the game's on. I mean, that's obviously one thing we were worried about with everything that's going on, whether there'll be any football played this weekend. But it looks as though that is all going to be great. So with that in mind, you know, it's the first game of the season. The season's starting. Why don't we have a look forward to the weekend's WSL? So, of course, it wasn't the first game we were all expecting the first game to be. We thought that was going to be Man City, of course, last week. And me and Matt had tickets. We were going. We we're looking forward to it. And unfortunately, um, it wasn't able to go ahead. Um, so, the first game now is... You know, slightly different. It's Brighton at home on Friday, of course, as we said. Now, um, we've beaten Brighton every single WSL game we've played against them since they got promoted. We beat them in the FA Cup last <laughs> season. Although last season's game at Meadow Park in the league was a tricky game, wasn't it? We were in a difficult at the time. We went 1-0 down and um, Beth Mead helped us turn it around, didn't she? She set up the first goal and then scored the second from free kick. So, um, 
but in the FA Cup, we beat them easily. Away from home, we beat them easily. It's not a bad game to start the season with. I was a little bit concerned about Man City away. First game's a tough game, isn't it? Even though they've lost a few players. But this game for me is ideal way to start the season. You know, pre-season seems to have been a little bit strange with the Euros. But playing Brighton at home, I'm feeling pretty confident. I mean, Andreas, what are you, what are you thinking about this game? I mean, obviously, you know, Brighton have, have brought some players in as well. But generally, it's a game that we should be massively confident of winning, isn't it? Yeah, um, the first game of a new season is always difficult because and nobody knows where where you are standing. Uh, I, I can't say anything about our preseason. We, we only had these uh, matches behind closed doors. We played against the, the uh, U15 uh, youth team, men's youth team, but uh, no real real match that that you can say. Uh, where, where are we standing right now? Last season was different because we had to play the Champions League, uh, this, this qualification tournament. So, uh, um, yeah, we have to, to take it as it is or to accept the start right now. Maybe it's better to start at home than, mm-hmm. than at City, but on the other side, the pressure to win at home against an opponent, which we always won, is, is higher then the pressure would have been at, uh, away uh, at City. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's it's the best for us to start at home. We're, we're at Meadow Park. Uh, it's sold out, as as I read. So uh, the atmosphere will, will be good. And uh, everybody, is, I think, is prepared and is ready to take up the season. And, uh, yeah, Brighton is no title contender. So uh, we should... Uh, Keep the three points at Meadow Park, uh, but uh, don't underestimate Brighton. They had uh, a good preseason. I think they won one nil at Bayern Munich some mm. weeks ago. Uh, of course, uh, Bayern was uh, was missing uh, the international players, but anyway, uh, this shows it's difficult to play Brighton to score against them. And we all remember the match in, in November when when they were one nil ahead. And, you know, we all thought uh, we're throwing away the title in this match. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's a good point, yeah. No, it was. That was a really tough game, wasn't it? And we had to, you know, we turned it around in the second half. And I don't think we can take... I agree, because we haven't really seen any any of the pre-season games. We haven't been played any, have we, properly? So it's difficult to judge. And there was an international break last week, which I don't think was a strange timing of that really wasn't it At what was the week before the season started now is another week on top of that but yeah that was a strange timing as well the players are flying all over the place to play their international games and very very strange but ultimately um we can't do anything about pre-season it's done it's, it's gone we're ready for the season let's hope i'm at least the fact they've played international football means they've played competitive matches pretty much all our squad would have played competitive matches in the last week or so and I think that's a good thing. Yes, it would have been nice to have played matches together as a team rather than for their own country. But at least they've played competitive football. And you could see in the England game, certainly the first one um, against Austria, everybody looked a little bit off their peak, didn't they? And, you know, whether that's because they hadn't played yeah. enough. And I thought the second game was better. And hopefully that's a good sign moving into the season that they're going to have been a lot more... Um, ready for competitive football again because it's going to be it's going to be tough. But as Kiddo rightly says, there they've lost Mayor Letizia to United. Mm. Yeah, that is a big loss for, for Brighton. 
Um, she's a very good player. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that works out. I mean, Matt, what are you making of this game against Brighton? I, I think it's maybe last week's postponement, as much as we were looking forward to it, maybe it might have helped us a little bit to give us a slightly easier start for the season, perhaps. Additionally, there's also the point of the international breaks, a couple of them, such as Caitlin and... Uh, Caitlin and Steph have both come back from Australia. They were looked really bad. They didn't look like, especially when, as I don't think if anyone's seen that photo of them, they look like they they were just passing out and sleeping at the in, at the airport because they were so uh, jet lagged. But that's all kind of helps a little bit getting towards that a little bit more freshness in the legs for some of them. Uh, I think this game is going to be an important one for many factors. Brighton will probably look at the business that they've done and think that they've done all right. But from a personal point of view, I don't think they've done that well in the transfer window. I, I, I think it's going to be one of these ones where Brighton are going to be looking towards the relegation spots. And I think it's between them and maybe... Um, who else was it that I was looking at? Uh <laughs> I can't, I can't remember who else I picked out, but it it, it, it was it was one of, uh, it was really it was really tough it's all between two player teams that I think, and it was one that I don't think a lot of people were expecting. But uh, Brighton have also lost Covisto to Liverpool. That's right. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. they've lost a really important weapon. Her getting on the end of things to go in the corners and things like that. That's how they scored their first goal to begin with. Um, I think we might be seeing how good this team will be because I think they'll be better off for it. Uh, I think we'll have too much firepower. But then again, last season, I remember I saying, if we go back and go behind, I want to see how this team reacts. Mm. And they reacted really well. So it if that happen, it'll be interesting. But at the same point, I think we've got enough to see them over the We'll see them over the line, not a problem. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they try and track Beth, um, even Viv. If Viv's going to be playing in that 10 position, then you've got the issue of who else you play on that other side or who's available. Even on the corners and things like that, who do we put there? Do we want Katie playing, taking the corners instead of Steph? Yeah. Uh, so it's it's going to be an interesting li- lineup, and I think this is one. If you were to say this the season opener, you go sort of going mm, not, not really, but you could understand it. But um, it's luck of the draw, really, when it comes to like, season openers. And it would have been interesting last weekend, but what's to be to be? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it's, it's this season in particular, it's going to be very difficult to know what to expect from the first couple of games, probably from everybody because of the, the pre-season has been so sort of strange this season with obviously with the Euros and then the international break and everything else. No one seems to have really played a lot of friendlies, have they? You know, Man City got knocked out of the Champions League already. We've still got to qualify as a player as well. So yeah. it's very um, it's difficult to know what to expect. But I'm actually, I, I'm prefer the fact that we are playing Brighton in our first game at home as opposed to Man City away. I just think it's a slightly more favourable first game for us and I think we need to start the season well because you know we saw last season didn't we we beat Chelsea in the first game and they were catching up they were playing catch up for weeks and weeks and months afterwards and yes finally they did manage to do it but 
Um, it's important in, in the WSL because there's not that many games really when you look at it, you know, 22 games. So you can't afford to be playing catch up too early in the season. No. So I wanted, I think it's important we get off to a good start. I was a little bit yeah. concerned about Man City away first game, but now we've got Brighton at home. Then we've got the North London derby the week after. I'm quite confident about those two games. So I think we've got an opportunity to get a good start and that could be really important, really. Um, yeah. I mean, Emma, what are you making of this Brighton game? Because it is difficult to know exactly where Arsenal are in terms of fitness, in terms of form. You know, we saw some mm. of them in the international break looked OK, didn't they? Our, our girls who played in the international, if England, certainly looked OK, didn't they? But we don't know overall, do we? I mean, kiddos are there. Is Steph and Caitlin back? I think they're back. I think they're fit, but we don't know what what state any of them are in yet. Really, in terms of competitive football, so it's going to be unsure what to expect. Perhaps. I mean, Emma, what are you kind of expecting them from the Brighton game overall? Yeah, I mean, it will be to see who he selects for that game, but um, mm. I don't anticipate that he'll play all of the players that were on international duty. Some will have had longer time to prepare for their game than others and like I, I don't know like, who played who last week and the travel and all all that is always an issue but yeah I mean you don't know especially early in the season is risk these um, um, put these players at risk of burnout especially with such a long mm. hard season with all the competitions they're playing in so it's about it's a it's it's about knowing where who to start and um, and who to take off and looking at the how how fit they are as we <clears throat> as we always know but yeah, I mean, I agree with Matt. Um, Brighton's business has not been the best this season. Another one they let go was Inessa Kagman, who was quite a good striker for them. Kagman, Quivisto, Aiden Whelan. Yes, they added a player who was quite good for Birmingham last season in Sari, and they've still got Daniel Carter. But he's still... He's still Sorry, good. ripped us to bits for Birmingham, didn't you? That game we lost well, at Birmingham's ground. Actually, yeah. was brilliant against us. So we have to he watch was, out yeah. for that, obviously, again. Yeah, so they, 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 they always carry a threat. They always they compete well. But I think whoever we play, we should be too strong for them. Yeah, it's... Uh, but yeah. It would have been nice if it was maybe another hope of being a Friday night. It's And then having to play Tuesday and then Saturday. It's a bit of a... You could argue it's a bit of a rude awakening to start the season. But... Um, yeah, let's. It'll be interesting to see who he plays, Jonas. But um, he, what he, need, he needs to, um, or how do I say, it? he needs to uh, make sure that he keeps everybody satisfied and and, and um, doesn't doesn't overwork them. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that we're going into the season and straight away we've got a European qualifying yeah. game sure. to come, either side of North London derby is not ideal, guess is it really? But I suppose at least it's going to get us. We're going to have to be up to speed really, really quickly, aren't we? Because we can't, as I said, we can't afford to be off off the pace too early in the season, or we, we could be, you know, might not even be in the Champions League if, if things don't go well. I mean, I think it's a good draw. We'll come on to that in in a in a little while as well. Um, Colonel there in the chat says, "While I respect the Queen's passing is unexpected yeah. and a really big occasion in terms of what she did for the country, but do you agree with a cancellation of all football? I mean, that's." It's, it was it was a strange situation, wasn't it, last weekend? Yeah, it all happened so quickly. My kind of thought was the same, was the fact that other sports went ahead. Cricket went ahead, rugby went, went ahead, ahead yeah. and I couldn't understand what the 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 reason that football didn't when other sports did. Mm -hmm. Either for me, you either cancel everything or you cancel nothing. You can't just pick and choose which things you're going to cancel. And really, everybody should be allowed to make their own mind up how yeah. they want to react to it. Some people might have really, really wanted to go to watch football last weekend to help them get through what might have been a difficult time for them and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It was a strange decision for me. I, I, I don't think I totally agreed with it, if I'm honest. No. I didn't see the harm of 
playing football. It wasn't like this weekend where there's issues with policing because of the funeral. I understand that. Mm. This weekend might have been better to have called the games off this weekend and played last weekend, maybe. Um, yeah. Might have been a better way to deal with it. I'm not sure. I mean, Andreas, what did you make of that last week? I mean, I know obviously football went ahead in Europe, Germany, they all played. It was only really in this country that it, it was an impact, really. I mean, did you think that that was... Was you expecting that to happen? Uh, it's, it's difficult for me uh, to say because I'm I'm not living in the UK. And but my, yeah. my first thought when, when, when I read about uh, the passing of the Queen was that, uh, at, yeah... I thought uh, life will will go down in in the UK, and maybe for ten days there won't be any sports. This was my first thought because I know how much uh, the Queen meant for this country. Uh, but uh, as you said, uh, you can't uh, cancel football and allow rugby or cricket and other no. sports. Uh, yeah. Now a few days after after this, uh, I would say uh, it, maybe it was the right decision postpone uh, the professional football. Of course, yeah. other professional uh, sports should have been cancelled too. Uh, mm. But in, in my opinion, uh, the grassroots football, the, the youth leagues, everything, they yeah. should have been allowed to play. Because oh, wow. for, for the kids, for, for, for all these non-professionals, uh, football means so much. And, and yeah... I can't. I can't think that the royal family or the queen uh, would have wanted to to stop yeah. uh, life for for the for the kids uh, going for their hobby. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, they should have allowed this uh, to continue, and maybe it was the right to, to cancel the professional football. But as I said, I'm I'm far away. I'm not living in the UK, so it's difficult yeah. mm. uh, to, to understand the feeling. Uh, my my cuisine. Uh, she's living in Yorkshire and she's married with an Englishman. And maybe <laughs> nice. after the the message came that uh, the Queen has passed, uh, she changed uh, her profile picture in in Facebook uh, only to to black black. Mm. So uh, she's German, but she's living in in England for more than twenty years. So this shows how how much uh, everybody is, is affected mm. from from this passing. And um, yeah. Showing respect to everything, it's okay. Uh, but now, let's look forward, and it's good that uh, the season starts now, and that the Premier yeah. League continues. And of course, uh, on next Monday, uh, it's, it's quite clear that there can't be any any matches. Yeah. But weekend, it's good, and, and take one one minute of silence in every match. That's that's the right decision. Yeah, no, no, I, I kind of agree with that, and and yeah, I think that if they were going to um, postpone professional football, then yeah, every other professional sport should have been cancelled as well. That would have been the right thing to have done, not just picking and choosing. And I totally agree about you know grassroots football. Apart from anything else, it's about fitness, isn't it, and health, and looking after people, and you know, kids playing football, it's good for their health, good for their mental health, it's good for their physical health, and to put a blanket ban on that, there was no reason for that at all. It made no sense whatsoever. It wasn't, a pro and it wasn't an appropriate decision for the circumstances. It wasn't the right thing to have done. Professional football, I can understand possibly cancelling that, maybe if they did every other sport, but certainly not kids sport. I mean, our team, our vets team, weren't allowed to play. <laughs> because it's like, well, what, why? Everybody wanted to play. We all wanted to play. The other team we were playing wanted to play. Everybody wanted to play, and you wasn't allowed. And that was a silly decision. Everybody should have been allowed to pick and choose. The clubs should have been yeah. allowed to decide, do you want to play 
do you want your kids to play or not? And, let, and even if they, they said yes, if the kids didn't feel like it or the parents didn't want to take them, don't take them. But don't stop it for everyone. It's just, yeah. It made no sense whatsoever for me. But, yeah, the professional thing slightly different. I understand it to a degree, but not when there's other sports going ahead. That was, you know, it's like we were sitting at home thinking, right, there's no football to watch, but we can watch cricket or we can watch rugby. It's like, <laughs> what is that all about? It made absolutely no sense. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like loads of other decisions over the last few years. I mean, Matt, what did you make of that then, the, the decision to cancel all the football, nothing else? I think the problem was with some of them, uh, I think it was with the cricket, there, someone said it was South Africa, they had they had problems with their flights, so that was the reason why they had to play. If that was the case, then um, it seems a bit silly that everything, why certain sports were allowed to carry on and some of them weren't. Yeah, it's it's an odd one because we ha this hasn't happened for if I believe seventy years something like that. So yeah, the last yeah, time yeah. all the sports stopped apart from football, this time <coughs> it was the other way around. Football was stopped, but everyone else carried on. Grassroots, I can understand. I can understand that everyone wanted to play and they should have been allowed to. Hmm. Whereas I feel. This time around, they've got the message a bit wrong. I think that uh, <clears throat> I think the Chelsea, the men's game, the Chelsea um, Liverpool game hmm. over at Stamford Bridge, had that gone ahead, oh, you would have heard a lot of booing from the Liverpool fans, just uh, political things, nothing to do with the sport itself. Hmm. The national anthem was played. So there was things like that that they've got, they had to be aware of, or they've now got to be aware of. Um, whereas I don't think that this is going to be a problem with women's football. I think no. she, I think it would have made more sense to turn around and say we're not going to have the, the men's football on because it because it would have been if there was a pleasing problem still for or before and then carrying on it would have made more sense. But yeah. With, with with women's football there was there would have been less hassle, less policing, uh, less any. Ambulances. What was I think the most annoying thing was you having a lot of casual workers who do the stewarding, who do the uh, working behind the stalls and things that, are, or they work in the shops. So they're always there, but they're they're, they're trying to earn their living as well. It's not just about the fans. It's not just about the players themselves. There was a whole reason for it to go ahead. Yeah. Um, fair play to Man City because they came out and said that they would pay everyone what they were owed for their time, yeah, which was the right thing to do from them. It would have been nice to see if other clubs did that. I didn't hear any of that. Um, but in the, I think we've got now a stepping stone of what to happen if this ha happens, say, in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it is something that hasn't happened, as you said, for 70 years. So nobody was really sure what, how to react or what, what was the, the right thing to do, really, I guess. And I think maybe the FA made their decision based on lots of different things. Yes, I think maybe the potential for disrespect from certain clubs, certain fans. But they shouldn't really call the game off. Play the games behind closed doors if you're that worried about that kind of thing, I suppose. And why, why cancel grassroots football? Because that, that wouldn't have been an issue there, would it? So none of it made... A lot of sense for me, but anyway, um, Herman's in the chat here. He says that the Queen was the most recognised person in the world. Yeah. Yeah, most of the world. Um, many countries loved her. 
so do I. So he says, I do agree in this case that all games should have stopped. Yeah, but then stop all sport then. That's fine. Yeah. Stop yeah. all sport. Then that, no one had a problem. I think what, what people had a problem with is that football was stopped and nothing else was. And it seems strange that that was the decision. Yeah. You know, um, as I said, it should have been all sport or no sport, maybe. And unfortunately, you know, we're football fans, so we, we maybe had to suffer it more because it was our sport that got affected more than any other sport. So, um, I mean, what did you make of that, Amarion? Was you happy with that decision or did you think maybe they should have played the games and, you know, like the other sports did? Yeah, initially it made sense, what I thought. But then when you look at it again, they even said it was up to the relevant authorities to make the decisions. In mm. hindsight, they could have... Um, they could have allowed it to go ahead out of respect, particularly as, uh, well, I don't know whether they, well, I know it's a big event and um, it's very rare that you see a passing of a monarch, but um, it's been, they said this was down to the relevant authorities. And you know, with the World Cup coming up in the season, the fixture congestion, maybe players' welfare should also have been uh, considered as well. So, I mean, it's, it, I'm, not, I'm not sure which way I decide in this debate, really, but there's an argument for either case um, to be put forward. But, uh, yeah, it is frustrating, and uh, who knows when these games will be rescheduled now. But in the end, maybe now, now, now you're seeing with the games this weekend being off with you know the lack of TV trucks and and the cameras and whatever. Maybe, maybe who knows, it'll turn out to be to be the correct decision and out uh, of respect for for the Queen. But yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 there's like six of one and half a dozen the other, so it's really difficult to tell. But in the end, they made the decision, and maybe, maybe in hindsight, they could have uh, uh, not made, not thrown it up in the air and and allowed the relevant authorities to make the decisions. But in the end, that's what happened, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and unfortunately, um, the FA decided to make the decision that they did, and every every single level of football was cancelled, which I still I can't get my head around that at all. But anyway, it's happened now; it's done, and luckily and unfortunately, maybe they are games are starting again. Um, from from today, and uh, there's one or two called off over the weekend due to apparently policing issues and whatever. But most football's going to go ahead this week. The WSL starting, which is which is great. We've been looking forward to it for such a long time. So, yeah, it, it's happened now. It's out of the way. You know, our tickets for Man City will be valid for whenever it's played later on in the season, whenever yeah. they finish. So, hopefully, we can still get to go, depending on when it is, I suppose. Um, so Terry says, there uh, is there any way? <laughs> Any other sport than football or boxing? Oh, um, well, yeah, I mean, I, it is crackers, isn't it? But anyway, it is what it is. Have you not been watching the tennis, Terry? <laughs> yeah, the tennis, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing was a bit strange. But anyway, it is an unusual situation that we don't deal with very often, do we? It's not like it happens yeah. very often. So I guess we just have to, you know, suffer it, carry it on and, and look forward to the football that is going to be played now. And, and that's what it's about, isn't it? It's, Everything's about you can't keep looking back, can you? You've got to look forward, and you know, life goes on, and everybody wants to, you know, make the most of their, their what's coming up. So, I'm sure, um, maybe it was the right decision in some degree, but I just felt they should have stopped it all or nothing. But anyway, yeah. um, so what I want to do actually before we move on to the IAX game, obviously, I want to kind of maybe look at the WSL season starting, so maybe look at it as a whole and, and what, what how we feel that. Arsenal are going to fare overall this season in all the different competitions that we're playing in. So, obviously, we spoke about the squad. We've got slight concerns about the depth of the squad in certain positions. But overall, we, we know we've got a great team. Um, we was not very far away last season, was we, from winning the league title 
we know we've come short in Europe a little bit um, and Chelsea in two FA Cups um, saw to us there. So, you know, we've got improvements to make on last season if we're going to win a trophy this season. I mean, Andres, what are your hopes and anticipations more than hopes, perhaps? We all hope that we win everything, but what, what's your <laughs> anticipation for the season? With the squad that we've got now, with everybody else's business that they've done, we're ready to start the season. What, what would you, when it comes to May, when we're looking back on the season, what do you expect that we would have achieved? Say we won at least one trophy. Um, yeah. which, one? which one? Which one do you want? <laughs> competitive in all the national competitions, but I don't see us uh, having a chance in Champions League. There are mm. other teams that are still stronger, and we saw last year that that we really struggled. Um, yeah, uh, against the physicality, um, uh, the speed. Uh, everything. I, I don't think that we will uh, be competitive for for the Champions League. But uh, yeah, we will. Okay, let's be optimistic. We will one trophy, and it will be a cup, uh, the FA Cup or the Continental Cup. But the league uh, uh, over 22 uh, match days. I think uh, when I look off, uh, at the spot from Chelsea, the, the spot depth from Chelsea, I can't see any team in the league um, beating them in the long run. Of course, we will be able uh, to beat Chelsea in one match. City will be able, United maybe, they can take, but uh, the league will be very competitive and uh, uh, the problem I see is that uh, we, we United, City, we can uh, lose points against a lot of teams in the league. Spurs have, have done good business, uh, Villa, yes. Villa, could be a surprising team. Uh, you don't know what Everton is doing. They, they had last season, they had really good signings, but, but they never brought it uh, on the pitch. So uh, I don't think that uh, we can win the title. Uh, yeah, Let, uh, surprise me and, and I will be happy if, if we do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as I said, the spot depth of Chelsea make them the top favorite for me. And um, yeah, uh, as hard, hard as it is, I say we we can be best of the rest. Uh, and uh, I hope that we win the FA Cup or the Continental Cup. FA Cup would be great, winning a final in Wembley. I think this would would be more more than a substitute for for the team, for the girls, this atmosphere. So uh, yeah, we will have a competitive season, and uh, yeah, at least we will win one trophy. That's that's my prediction. I think we need to win a trophy, really, don't we? It's, it's we, we've waited a long time. We've been close a few times. We've not quite managed to do it in recent yeah. years. I mean, what would be your top three then in the league? Do you think, Andreas? Chelsea, obviously, is saying first. Yeah, I think Chelsea is the top favourite, and then we we are best of the rest. And uh, for the third place, uh, I see United a bit stronger than City in this season. I think United has done good business. They yeah. they will develop uh, and uh, City lost um, extremely important players and of course they made good signings but the team has to find and I think United will be a step ahead of them so hmm. maybe United can be third this season. Who do you think will be relegated? Relegated, yeah. Excuse wow. That's a tough one. Very, very difficult to say. <laughs> Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool? Wow. 
I, I don't know. It's it's difficult to to. Yeah, it is. It's hard actually. I mean, Leicester might struggle again, perhaps because they, you know, yeah. they survived last season, but they had a decent finish, I suppose. But it's it's difficult to say. I don't think we'll really know until maybe five or six games into the season who looks like they're really struggling, and you know, maybe yeah. they will have a bit more of an idea. It is quite quite tricky, but um, I mean, you know, I, I don't want Chelsea to win the league again. I must admit, because <laughs> you know, they, we don't like Chelsea, do we? But they are obviously we know how strong they are. They've made some good signings as well. I do think the one thing in our favour possibly is the fact that we've got a bit of more of a settled team, perhaps. Because we haven't made loads of signings, we made some good signings in January. They've settled in. We seem to have a settled team. My concern is injuries, obviously, coming in and affecting things a little bit. But I do think that's maybe in our favour. Chelsea have got some new players to settle in. Man United have got a lot of new players to settle in. Man City have had a big turnover of players as well. So the fact that we've got the set, the more settled side, I think maybe that's a slight advantage in some ways in our favour. But whether or not it'll prove to be the case at the end, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, Matt, what are you anticipating then from Arsenal this season? I know it's, you know, we don't really know what's been going on pre-season, so it's difficult to tell. But at this point, what would your what would your prediction be for Arsenal this season? How well do you think we'll do in all the competitions that we're in? I remember last season going into that first game, I was thinking, I don't, as long as we could compete, I'd be happy. And we, I don't want to say overachieve, we, we well, well, well went in for a title challenge. I'm hoping that we can carry on that title challenge. Absolutely. The fact that it was only one point. Uh, I've mentioned it before where Jonas has apologised and, and I turned around to him and said and after that West Ham game, don't apologise. There's no need to apologise. You you've built this team up from nothing. You saw what it was like at the start That's of right. the season. It's been mm-hmm. a roller coaster ride. We didn't ex- know what we were expecting. Yeah. Um, we came into this season not not really knowing what was going to happen, and he just brought that belief into that team, and he made it his own. It may not have been his signings to begin with, but he installed something in them that brought the best out of them. So you got saw Beth Mead that was more more than willing to assist and get goals last season. You saw Viv step up and say, "No, I don't want to play as a striker anymore. I want to be an attacking midfielder." You got uh, Leah Walty. I know she's been the strong point as certainly as Leah Williamson as well. But you've seen others step up. But at the same time, you know that's the area that needed to improve in. But no one's mm-hmm. come in. So if Leah Williamson steps in, if you've got a gem, who's going to be that centre half partnership, for example? It's it, it's an interesting one to keep an eye on, but. Prediction-wise, yeah. I'd love to see a trophy be lifted at the end of the season. That's for sure. If we can keep that up, I'll be happy. Which which, which trophy do you want? Yeah. Oh, I think, you know what, it'd be nice to win the Conti Cup because yeah. after all the disappointment of going out against United, it would be quite nice to lift that sure. a lot and be like, we OK, we made, I made a huge error here. I'm going to make sure we go for it this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any, any trophy would be nice, I guess. You know, we haven't won one for a little while, so it'd be nice to, to get one again, and that will, you know, be nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I still want to win the WSL, and that's the one I want to win, but I know it's me, yeah. obviously, with, with Chelsea and everybody else. So, uh, I mean, Amar, what are your kind of thoughts and anticipations for the season and for Arsenal? Do you think we can Do you think we can topple Chelsea this time? Do you think we've got it in us to, to do it, or do you think Chelsea are inevitably going to win it again, as they always seem to do? Yeah. 
everyone raves on, rightly so, that they've got the best team in the squad. Yes, they've got the best manager. They've had their 10 years. We know that. We know, and their squad depth is unbelievable. They're building a squad to try and win the Champions League in Europe, which, I mean, oh, sorry, 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 trying to win the Champions League and um, dominate Europe for however many mm. years to come. Uh, you know, they made, okay, they made one final. Okay, they asked you, they were um, beaten by Wolfsburg and and, oh, is, and uh, we all saw how the um, schedule got affected due to COVID and uh, other issues. But, and, but yeah, I think if there's no well, COVID controversies aside and we can turn, the only thing that let us down last season were those draws. If we can be a bit more clinical, we were unlucky how many times we hit the woodwork, I remember, especially against Manchester United and uh, Mary, oh, so a couple of brilliant saves, which either way they go in, the title goes the other way, it goes to our side. This the north side of London. And if we can just be a bit more clinical in front of goal, we really conceded 10 goals in the whole of last season and, and just kept the most clean sheets. In the end, it was just the fact we had fewer wins. So, yeah, it's, it's fine margins. And if we can just just be, uh, as I said, just be more clinical and turn those goals into wins, Jonas has got that. He's instilled that belief into the squad, as Matt was quite rightly saying. And, um, and now, hopefully, if we can keep the players fit, and he played that really attacking style of football that, that uh, served us so well last season. And just have that mentality. Most importantly is that mentality. I think maybe in the past, whereas they've maybe shown Chelsea a bit too much respect, maybe just go mm. out full in their face and, uh, and well, not fully in their face, not leave gaps and uh, try to press teams away like City and Liverpool do in the Premier League. But just show, show, show them no fear. Just go out and play their way they're accustomed to. And yeah, then who knows? Maybe it could be a really successful season. I'm actually thinking we could do. I like to just win two this season. I won't go too far, but I think either Conti or FA Cup would be good for us this season. It's been too long, and uh, we can get past the group stage of the Champions League like we did last year. It's all about building and taking us to the next level. And with this manager, I think we can do that. So let's hope we can build on last season. And yeah, hopefully, let's just all the way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we're all desperate for, aren't we? Because I felt last season we didn't get out of the season as a title what we perhaps deserve. I think we deserved something last season in terms of yeah, the trophy. You know, the fact that we ran Chelsea all the way down to the last game of the season um, for the title. You know, we yeah, the FA Cup final, we were really poor. But in the other FA Cup game later in the season against Chelsea, we competed with them in the first half really well with a better team. We were the better yeah, team in Spurs at the game at, 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 uh, at Kings Meadow as well in the, in the league. So yeah. we, we show we can match the best teams. You know, we, we show we can match Wolfsburg in the Champions League in certainly in the, in yeah. the game with the Emirates in the second half. We, we more than match them. Um, so we're not far away. We wasn't far away last season from winning something, you know, in Jonas's first season. And I think yeah. I say we fought well in January. We've got a couple of decent players coming now in in the summer. So you know, I think we've got to be reasonably confident that we can hopefully end our little a little trophy drought. As Herman says, there were only one shot behind, well, one point behind in the end. Yeah, we were. That's how close we were. Um, yeah, Herman says, who will play on the left wing? That's I mean, Katie McCabe, Caitlin Ford, uh, Lena Hurst, they can all play there. Can't we've got options on the left wing? But I don't know who's going to start. Who's, who's the fittest one? Maybe for the for Friday. That's perhaps where, where that's going to come down to, isn't it? Um, Herma says, yeah, "I've no idea what players are in all the other squads. Um, is there an app which shows all the squads? I mean, to be honest, the best way to look at it is probably go onto Google and put in all the different teams. Um, yeah, that's right. Google search the each women's team in the, in the WSL and their squad list come up. You can find it that way. Um, there's, there's an app, One Football. Uh, I don't know whether it's available in the UK, uh, mm -hmm. but it would be 
hockey, one football, and then uh, you have to follow uh, the WSL. And if you have the WSL in, in this app, uh, then you can uh, click on every team and in, in squad, then you see every squad. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, that's gonna look into it. Have a look there at that. I mean, maybe um, you might be able to get that one, one football, and see if you can find it on there. Um, I mean, I usually just use Google and just find the squads from there. But yeah, maybe one, one, yeah. one football's the way to go. We'll have to have a look at that one and see, um, see how that, uh, see how that goes. Um, and Kilo says, uh, I wholeheartedly agree with Andreas. Second sounds like the most likely outcome. No, we don't want to be second again. <laughs> we don't want to, we want to go, we want to get one. But we, we were third the season really, before, yeah, second really, last season. So we need to be first this year. That's, that's the progress, isn't it? Uh, that is definitely the progress. Yeah, that we need. Chelsea are due with an injury crisis in the first yeah, place. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Emma Hayes is due a breakdown of some description as well, because, you know, I, I think, you know, she might lose the plot this season, and, you know. Well, that might be what we need. I don't know. Stick Sam like... Kerr in goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kikino says, I think I think uh, one thing Chelsea have over us is their ability to get the job done against the likes of United. See, no, I thought last season it was their ability to get the job done in the other games where True. we slipped up. You know, the Birmingham game at the end of the season when they won with that penalty uh, and they won yes. another game, won to Aston Villa, wasn't it, when they scored in the injury time. That's nice what Chelsea do better than us. They win those sort of games, don't they? And that's what won them the league last year. Whereas we wasn't quite... I thought we did well against United and City last season, generally, didn't we? They didn't beat us. None of them beat us, did they? It wasn't them that beat us. It was Birmingham. But, you know, that, that's where we fell down. And a couple of draws, yeah, and they top them away and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think what Chelsea have is the ability to win the games when they don't yeah. play well against some of the lesser teams. They grind it out and win. Whereas and we found last season we wasn't able to do that quite. One more time we would have won it, but we didn't quite manage to do it. And that's, you know... But this season, again, I think it's going to be tight. I really do. But I, I actually think we can win the league. I, I really believe that we can. You know, I think we've got um, the settled team. I think Jonas is getting his ideas in place now. You know, yeah. he's had a year in the job. You can see the way we finished last season in the WSL. Didn't we win our last seven, eight, nine games? We hardly conceded a goal. In fact, we didn't concede a goal in our last six or seven, did we? So I think we. Like that. Yeah, we, we. You could see the progress through the season that we were making. I think we're closer to Chelsea now than we were at the start of last season. And look how close we were at the end. So, I don't know. I, I think we can do it. I really do think we can do it. But it's not going to be easy. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think we're strong enough in Europe. I still think we're going to come up short um, in Europe. Okay. Against, really, yeah. against the stronger teams, I just think we will, unfortunately. But, yeah, the, the two Cups, FA Cup and the Continental Cup, why not? We've got a chance in both of them, I'm sure. There won't be too many teams that will fear in any of them competitions. So, you know, I, well, I don't we win the treble. Let's go for that. Let's <laughs> that'll be, that'll be nice. Good one. Yeah, I like the optimism. Yeah. That's, that's what we want to do. But it's, it's, it's not easy. We know it's not easy. It's going to be tough. And also, well, what worries me slightly, I don't know what you guys think but you know Beth Mead has just had the year of her life I mean yeah. fantastic season for Arsenal brilliant for England player of the tournament in the Euros top scorer in the Euros is she going to have a come down this season that's what worries me a little bit is she going to find it difficult to get back to that level again hopefully she won't but that does worry me slightly I mean are you worried about that Andreas or do you think she'll be fine and she'll be back to her normal self straight away uh, I'm not concerned about that I think <laughs> She's so settled and she, she had such a fantastic year. And, and uh, if you look uh, how she continued uh, uh, in, in, in this international break or, or how, how we can call it, uh, I, I didn't uh, saw any uh, difference in, in the style she played. And I think she's so uh, self-confident now. And uh, yeah, 
if you read the, the interviews she made, uh, I think uh, she knows uh, that she's uh, on top of her performance and, and and on the peak of her career right now. Uh, the yeah. only problem is that uh, she's only one year uh, on her contract. And uh, if, if she continues playing like she did in the last month, yeah. uh, uh, every every big team, Barcelona, Lyon, PSG, everybody will try to sign her. And uh, according to her private situation, uh, the problem might be if we lose that, we will also lose with. Yeah, that's a good point as well. And, think about that uh, you asked about uh, about that and i think she'll she'll have a great season again i i, I have no concerns uh, she's i think 27 now uh, so she's 27, yeah 27 she's settled in and uh, uh, her private situation is settled right now so uh, yeah. I, yeah. I think she'll she'll have a great season again Absolutely. Well, I hope so, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure she will. I've I just got a feeling maybe when you've had so many highs so close together, there's sometimes a, a, a fall down, isn't there? And I don't know whether or not she might start the season slowly and take a while to get back into a rhythm or hopefully she'll just start again and carry on and do what she did last season and repeat it. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I just hope if she does slightly drop her form slightly, which I think would be understandable with everything that she's gone through that you know we all understand that it's not because you know she's not having a good season she's just got to recover from all the highs that she's had over the last few months so i mean matt are you a little bit worried about beth's form going into the season or do you think she's gonna i mean she played pretty well for england the other night didn't she to be fair i know it was luxembourg but she played pretty well yeah um the one issue was she wasn't really her usual self usually should um get there and or either being in within the assists or making those runs. She was making those runs, but she looked a little bit sluggish. So maybe it was that pre-season mm -hmm. issue. But I think we've made it kind of with the late Euros as well. That's kind yeah. of not the cause because it's not. Yeah. They've had two weeks on, two weeks off with holidays and things like that. And they're not gotten back so late. So yeah. it's been difficult for them, but. I think we can understand that we can get get to grips with it. They've had an extra week now to practice, which can't, which will help them even more, yeah. especially for our Aussies that who were travelling halfway around the world just <laughs> to get back and, and forwards. So it all plays a part. I think we will see a special Beth plays with with the fans in mind. I think she knows that. I know Andreas was talking about it. She knows that she's going to be loved wherever she goes. So, yeah. um, and the fans appreciate her for everything that she does. She's happy to be the last player out and going out and getting all the gifts for all the players and everything that at the end of last season. Yeah. It was just amazing. Just, but I think she's going to step up a little bit more now. She's going to realise she's going to have a huge responsibility now. And... It's up to not just her, but it's going to be uh, Viv and Al as well. It'll be up to, I think Kim Little is going to be the one that's going to be the, if she can bring everyone into play and get everyone to uh, tick in, the same as Leah, as long as we have that core in there, I think we'll keep ticking and we can keep going and everyone will be motivating each other. And I think that's the yeah. important thing. Yeah, no, no, I, I think you're right. And, you know, what, what I loved about the Euros as well was the fact that, you know, at the end, particularly, 
you know, everyone was singing me, you know, every single England yeah. fan, every single, whatever club they supported made no difference. And I think this season, particularly when Arsenal are away from home, going to the other grounds. I think the fans of the other teams are going to still be singing me, though, even though she's playing for Arsenal. And, you know, yeah. um, and that was that was great to see that happen, actually. And I'm, I'm sure it will continue um, throughout the uh, throughout the season, which would be nice. Are you worried about MR, Beth, just because of a come down, inevitable come down at some stage? Let's hope a come down happens when she retires from playing, as opposed to right now. But... <laughs> well, let's hope she doesn't retire from playing any time. Yeah? I mean, well, no, exactly. Yeah, certainly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not worried, in all honesty. I mean, she just, she's just been, she's unleashed her herself already after all the disappointment she's overcome, you know, the previous management. Was, um, she wasn't used very sparingly on the field, but, you know, a world-class coach under Serena and <clears throat> doing what she did last season with Arsenal in, in England, she's taken her game to the next level. And, you know, yeah. I, I think it was so close between her and Alexia for you're for player of the year. She just for me. She she was a standout. I know Pateas was brilliant in getting there, but she didn't win the Champions League. You know, her best did win the Euros and yeah. And uh, and had you maybe she had won the WSL, I think she would have finished first in that one. For so for me, she's she's definitely one of the, the best players in Europe in a position. Maybe not in in the continent as a whole, but yeah, I think she'll continue to terrorize defenses this season. Hopefully, and who knows? Maybe maybe she. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't say maybe she actually. I wouldn't say yet that maybe she's the finished article, but she's not far off. And who knows if she can become a finished article? Well, well, watch out because I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think that she could take her game even to even greater heights, especially with the players mm. she has around her. So, no, yeah. I don't have that worry. It's just just keeping her fit and not give, not not risking her too much and uh, using her when 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 we need her. So. And which is pretty much every week. But, pretty much yeah. every week, we need it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, not, not, not like not overworking her. And if and if we can do that, then yeah, I mean, I, there's no reason for me why she can't become the best player in the continent. Maybe that's yeah. the point. We might see a little bit more rotation this season. Yeah, did in previous seasons. So maybe yeah. might be yeah. on the bench, and maybe Mana comes in on that right hand side, or it might be someone else. We don't. It'll be quite interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. No, well, you're right. Yeah, and I think maybe Beth might be rested a little bit more this season in certain games, perhaps. And you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, she did score actually in all three games we played against Brighton last season, so maybe it's a lucky team for us. So maybe yeah. we'll see on Friday. Maybe she'll get another, um, start, the season, start the season with, an, with another goal. Would be nice, wouldn't it? Get her off and running like she did last year on the first game. So um, that'll be good. I mean, I want to look at the Ajax game. Just for that, I mean, Emma, have you got some? Have you got some question for yeah. us tonight? You were saying. Yeah, it took a bit of a while for me to think with this one. Yeah, sorry, excuse me, I have a little bit of a cold in my nose. Yeah, sorry, I've just been feeling a little bit under the weather since I came back from Italy. But yeah, I do have a question. Yeah. Uh, have you all got the music? Have you not got the music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually, I've, I've still got that in because obviously I've, I've done a few different things. Listen, let's see if I've still oh. got it. Oh, actually, I, I think I have. Hang on, yeah, I've still got it. We've still got this here. Ah, there we go. Emma's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't sure I took it out. I've got so many new videos for this season, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on, What is your big question this week? I'm excited for this. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, I start off for ten for the season. Quite Jeremy Paxman, who's leaving University Challenge at the end of this year after what nearly thirty years at the helm. So yeah, my question to you, gents, is since the advent of the WSL in 2011, how many different nationalities have represented Arsenal? <laughs> wow, that is. Hang on, I'm gonna have to get me pen out. I'm gonna have to get me pen out. I did my research and I got the answer. So let's see. If wow. We... Okay. Right. Let's let's have a little think about this because this is this is good. This. 
since the advent of the WSO in 2011, how many different countries have represented Arsenal women? I had to look this up a couple of times to make sure, but I'm pretty sure I've got the right answer. That's a great question, by the way. Yeah, that's an absolutely brilliant question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But most to think about is I thought I'd mention it as well. It's good that we have the, uh, I know Andreas is a big Bayern fan as well. So, yeah, the Frau and Bundesliga getting underway as well. And uh, this weekend, so we didn't see how that, that happens as well. Yeah, it's you know what? It's quite nice to see Georgia Stanway like she was mm -hmm. one of the most hated players before <laughs> the Euros, and just she's come on leaps and bounds. And the fact that you've seen her in videos and she's sort of making a fool of herself. One of the funniest ones I remember was <laughs> she scored a goal and then she fell over the chair <laughs> playing a video well, game. And well, at her, at her, um, when at her, um, what do they call it there? They uh. Yeah, at a not inauguration, what, what do they call it? The, at her first, when she was first yeah. introduced to the team, she sang, yeah. she sang It's Coming Home or something, didn't she? No, no, no. She, uh, she was uh, singing Sweet Caroline. Oh, sorry, Sweet Caroline. Yeah, Sweet Caroline. Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she, uh, this, this was going all over uh, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter and everything. And then uh, Lucy Bronze uh, was uh, forced to sing Sweet Caroline at her introduction in Barcelona, too. <laughs> yeah, because Georgia did it. do that, but yeah, let's see. Anyway, yeah. So, how many different nationalities have represented Arsenal since 2011? Mm. Good luck. That is, that is tough. Um, I don't think I've got anywhere near what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, we could go through it at the end, so I think I know what the answer is. I have to make sure myself that this is correct. But I, uh, oh, I've missed it. Of course I missed one. Um, There's always one. <laughs> well, I missed one. I'll tell you what we should do. I'll tell you what we should do, right? Yeah. We should go around to say, I'll give one, then Andreas gives another one, Matt gives another one. <laughs> that's, just a good, that's a really good idea, actually. That's we'll a good whoever idea. doesn't get well, the first one to get knocked out yeah. gets knocked out, and then there'll be one yeah. player left yeah. in, and they win. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a very good idea. That's a very good idea. Can we do that's it like that? Because obviously, yeah. we, will, we will must have a list of quite a few already, but yeah. you know, it might be a good way of doing it because obviously, some of them might be wrong. And Okay, let's start with you then, Richard. Far away. Well, I'll go for an easy one, England. Yeah, of course, England. Yeah, that's all. That's the most important. England, of course, that's yeah, one. I'll go for England because that was England. Fine. Andreas, uh, Austria. <laughs> yeah, Austria is correct too. Yeah, Brazil. Brazil, three. Yeah, I'll go for Holland. Holland, yeah, Netherlands. Australia. Australia, yeah. USA. USA, yeah. Scotland. Scotland, yeah. Republic of Ireland. Eight, yeah, that's correct. Sweden. Sweden, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Switzerland. Yeah, ten. I think that's France. ten, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. That, that, yeah, Pauline Perimanian, that's right. Yeah, eleven. Yes. Germany. Germany, yes, that's right. Yeah, it's been a while, but after I remember Tobias Kame and Josie Henning, yeah, it's twelve. Um, I'll go for Spain. 
Yeah, that's right. Losada, Corradera, yeah. and Natalia. Who can yeah. forget them? 13. Yeah. Norway. Norway, yes. Frida, 14. Oh, right getting here. close now. I think, yeah, we're getting close. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland is wrong, I'm afraid. Okay. No, it's the Mads Eliminator. Nice try, but Northern Ireland is wrong. No, because Louise Quinn and Katie McCabe are both Republic. I'm pretty, I, unless I'm mistaken. No, I think no, 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 it's not. It's Northern Ireland wrong. Right, okay, yeah. Um, 14. I've got a couple written down. I'm not 100% sure of either of them, actually. Um, <clears throat> See, mine was a toss up between uh, Northern Ireland and the other country that I had. Oh, I think the other one I would have gotten right, and you would have, I think you would have been fine. There's a couple of obscure ones. If you get them, I'll be very impressed. Denmark. Oh. I'm going for Denmark. Denmark is correct. Yes, yeah, Simone Boy. Yeah. Yanni Arnt as well. Mm. 15. I'm struggling to even remember which ones haven't been said now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got them written down anyway. I've got them ticked on my list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's at least... Yeah, no, 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 that's I think that's fifteen we've got. Yeah, yeah, there's fifteen so far. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know the four which you haven't guessed yet. Uh, this is this gets this way. Again. I know the other four now which you guys haven't said. There's four more, is there? Oh shit! I should have given away. Like, sorry. No, 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 because it's oh, it's Sorry, no, that's all right. It doesn't matter knowing how many. We just need to get them now, don't we? We need to get no, them. No, Belgium's wrong. Iceland's wrong. I know where Herman got those from, but Iceland. Oh, yeah, Herman's got Iceland in the chat. He said Denmark as well, actually. Yeah, we've had Denmark. Yeah. No, there's, um, there's a few more. Got 15 in Denmark was good. The other was a bit tricky now. I'm surprised, Andrew, I guess you haven't said your one yet. No, <laughs> no Croatia's wrong. I've got, I've got uh, two that I'm sure are right. I can't I've, got, I've got one that might be right. I'm not sure, but it's... Oh, you, said, you, said, you said Denmark, so it's Andreas's turn next, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Andreas's turn. I've got an eye. Well, I've got one. I'm not sure if it's right, but I've, I don't know. It might be. All the countries on my paper are already said so <laughs> yeah mine as well but i've just come out of another one that hasn't been said i'm going to try it i might be oh, go on. just do it as a team then go on i wouldn't tell the eliminate just do it as a team then japan oh. that's correct yes and yeah uh, the other one that i wasn't too sure on was wales wales is right yeah jane ludlow of course yeah what about canada Canada is wrong, I think, because I don't actually remember. I, I don't know Janine Becky and uh, Sinclair. Sinclair's not played for us, actually. Who's the other Canadians? No. You've had um, Tancredi. Jen, Jen and Chelsea, and she's Canadian. So. Who's uh, Jesse Fleming? Yeah, yeah Jesse Fleming plays for Belgium. Adriana Leon is played for Manchester United and West Ham, but not for none for Arsenal. So I think Canada's wrong. He said yeah. Wales, but this is in Japan, yeah. So... So is there still two more? There's still two more. No. <laughs> no. Right. They're quite obscure ones. If you get these, I'll be very impressed, as I said. Are they Europe-based or...? Um, I can't tell you, sorry. <laughs> New Zealand? Sorry? New Zealand? New Zealand isn't a bad show, but Amber Hearn was before the advent of the WSL, so no, that's wrong. Uh 
Jamaica. Jamaica. Jamaica is correct. Yes. Jamaica. Yes, Vian Simpson. Paige Bailey Gale. There's a couple there. There's one more. One, one more. more. Um, must be Eastern Europe. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking it's not Europe at all. I'm thinking it's like it, it's, it's not South America, is it? Because Ghana. Sorry. Ghana. Right continent. I'm, I'm going to throw out countries now. Left, right, so no. Egypt. Lichtenstein. 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 Ever says Lichtenstein. Was there any, has there been any player ever in the WSL from Lichtenstein? There may have been. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's even been any. I don't think there's even been any Bulgarians, Croatians, or anyone. No. No. It's a small market, isn't it? You don't see many of those players. Yeah. No, Jamaica was a Jade Bailey was the other Jamaican who played for us. Um, trying to think. So, not Egypt, Morocco. Right, uh, part of the continent. Come on, it's been an answer I've given to you. I've, I've, I've before I've given. I'm you not. Before. I'm not good with maps. I'm just giving uh, country flag. So it's just trying to put. So Egypt. So you're talking East Egypt. Um, I'm terrible. With, don't sorry. worry. I've my African geography. Nigeria. Terrible. Sorry. Nigeria. Nigeria is correct. That's his Ashwala. Oh, of course, yeah. Barcelona <sighs> now. Yeah. Dancer was 19. 19. Yeah, I would have gone about 15. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone that high either. It's only because I couldn't think of more than about 12 or 13 initially. And then Brazil, USA, yeah. Jamaica. Cyprus, we're doing Cyprus, Israel. Where are you getting these names from? Yeah. I think it's you're just getting some kind of Cyprus and Israel, aren't it? You know, there may have been another women's team. There may have been, there may have been, there may be, well, maybe there will yeah. be one. Though. We'll have to wait and see. No, I didn't say that. Yeah. That's, that's that was that was a good question. That that was really good. I enjoyed Katie that. Ford's number, of course. Yeah, yes, indeed. Katie Ford's number. She was on the list, obviously. Australia. So there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, brilliant. That, that was actually decent. That. Yeah. Wow. What a great question that was. Thank you very much. How did you come up with that then? Did you just did you just kind of think I would have it just clicked? I think like, it's got to be something about countries. We had so many players play for us, and I'm thinking how many different nationalities. And yeah, I just looked, did some research, and came up with the answer. Brilliant. What a, what a great question that was. Actually, that was that was fantastic. I enjoyed that one. That was really good. 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 And yeah, I don't think any of us would have guessed 19 probably as at the start, but it was. Let's I thought that was maybe a nice way of doing it going around and getting everyone to, to put one yeah, in. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And that came up with some good answers toward the end. So yeah. From yeah. which country are the most players? Uh, which country is probably probably England, I would have thought, isn't it? I would have thought probably England, I would imagine. Yeah. Outside of England, it would be the best, it would be the most, you think, outside of England. Outside of England, oh, that's a toughie. Maybe Holland, you know, we've had a lot Holland, of Dutch yeah, players, Holland. haven't we? Well, you've only had three from Switzerland. You've had Goot, you've had Valti, you've had Maritz. Uh, I'd probably say there's a case for Scotland. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, and Mitchell, Kim Mitchell, and so Jay. They're coming in trios, don't they? Oh, Caroline Weirs also played for Australia. Yeah, don't know, maybe Holland. I had to look this up because you know, there have been other players that have, um, that have played, uh, have actually signed for us, but like Mexico, we had Flores, but she never played for us. 
And, and Albuquerque as well was another one, but yeah, there you go. Albuquerque? No, uh, these are obscure right. names. Honestly, I even looked at some of the database. I didn't even recognize half these names, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that was a great question, actually. That was really good, and also it kind of ties in nicely with you know the European break that we've had and the Euros and everything else, and you know international football. So that's pretty. That was a good question. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's according to the WorldFootball.net teams website. It gives you a list of all the players that play for Arsenal women on there. So there you go. Oh well, fantastic. There you go. If you if you want to double check World it, go football. there and have a look, and you'll be able to find them all, and you'll see exactly all the names of all the players and which country they come from. But. 19 different nationalities well that is that was a great uh, a great question that and we got them all in the end finally we, we had a lot of guesses but we got there that's, that's good you did well we did very well yeah um so that, that was that was good fun right okay so we have got obviously um we're not in the champions league yet let's not well we are we're not in a not in a group stage yet we've got a qualifier and we have got a game against um a team next week which is called ix Obviously, a famous name in men's football, in particular Ajax. They're not quite so um, so successful on the women's side of things, and it's not a bad draw for us. Um, mm. And we should be massive favourites to go through. I mean, Andreas, do you know too much about the Ajax women's team? Uh, I don't know too much. I know that uh, they have lost Stephanie Fendergracht. Uh, who played the fantastic Euro? And uh, I know that their goalkeeper is always good for for a few mistakes. Uh, Lisa Kopp. Uh, yeah. She's, I think, now number two uh, of the Netherlands national team. But uh, she's not as good as Van Domzela. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think the draw is okay. It could have been worse if we get uh, if we got San Real Sociedad. Um, and mm. uh, uh, I think Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, who went out against Ajax Amsterdam, uh, would have been more difficult for us. Uh, I saw parts of, of their match, uh, Frankfurt against uh, Ajax, and uh, once again, Lee Scott made a terrible mistake, and uh, Frankfurt had a lot uh, more ball possession, had a lot more chances, uh, and uh, there was... A lucky goal, and then, uh, yeah, in 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 uh, um, injury time, I think 92nd minute or so, uh, Pelova scored uh, a fantastic goal uh, for for Ajax, and Frankfurt hadn't got the chance to react. And so, uh, I think we are, yeah, it's it's difficult to say, but we are we can be lucky with the draw. It could have been worse, and we mm -hmm. should able to beat Ajax at least in in two legs uh, if you have only one one match uh, this is knockout everything is possible but mm. uh, in two legs yeah. we should be the better team we have the better attacking line and uh, we should be able uh, to reach the, the group stage it's uh, well it's important for the for the whole team just look at Man City uh, going out a second year in a row and and what happened yeah. Kyo Walsh left uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, Kira would still have stayed at Man City if they uh, reached the group yeah. stage. And for yeah. us, it would be terrible too to be out uh, in Champions League and the pressure to win, to win the league and, and at least to win one title uh, would be enormous. So uh, we must qualify and I'm convinced we will do 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, it is important, but I, I mean, yes, we should get through. I think, I think we we're all pretty confident of that. But you know, in, in a way, if if the worst happened and we somehow managed to find a way to lose and get knocked out, then at least that way we wouldn't have that distraction for the for the league kind of thing. Because <laughs> I mean, as much as we want to be in a Champions League group stage, it's so important for the club. It's so important for players like Viv and Beth and everybody else, right? And we want to see us play in there. Our chances of winning the whole competition aren't that high, I don't believe. No. You know, there's a lot better teams than us, unfortunately, later on in the competition. So, you know, we've got six group games to play. They take up, you know, time. They take up energy and effort and stuff yeah. like that. And ultimately, it's not going to be... We're not going to win that... Well, we're not going to... We Who knows? I suppose, well, we're in it. But it seems unlikely that we'll actually win it. So, I don't know. I, I want to be in it, obviously. I want us to get through. But if, if the worst happened, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be overly disappointed really because i think it would give us more chance on the other three trophies which i think we're going to win anyway so you know but i'm sure we will get through uh, i mean do you know much about them matt about ajax i mean matt andrea said he didn't know much about them but I actually knew quite a lot about them a lot of their players <laughs> nice. a lot more and obviously their previous game as well so i mean matt do you know too much about the ajax women obviously they've got um they've got some players that, that we wouldn't that we know from the from the dutch national team haven't they Yes, and if I've, I've actually played against Ajax a couple of years ago and they're in their disability setup, so oh, if they're anything right. like that, they instill everything that Ajax is, they instill it into all of their players. So mm. they're looking to play the Johan Cruyff sort of way, yeah. putting it on the deck, try and build up those counter attacks. And they've got some great players in there, so Spitzer. So, yeah, yeah. team. Uh, we were also looking at Pelova. Yes, yeah. unfortunately, it never happened. She's yeah, she knows Pelova in yet. Yeah. She's a great player. That she would love to play for Arsenal. We've had a few of those, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Andreas, yeah. certain uh, German Wolfsburg player, winning Young Player of the Year, saying that she wants to play for Arsenal. Yeah. Who? Who? Alina. You know what? Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, but unfortunately, uh, uh, spots kind of taken by uh, Leah at the moment. So oh. uh, it's it's interesting. I think we're going to see a really big test from both teams. It's got a uh, group. Someone's uh, Herman's just put in there as well. So I, I think she plays yeah. for one of the other uh, uh, player uh, teams, and she doesn't play for Ajax. No, I don't think she does. No. Um, but they've got a huge team. They've got. They're going to have a real tough t challenge ahead of them. Uh, the away leg is already sold out, hundred percent. So is I it? think it's over two two thousand. Wow. Is that being fans. sorry? Is that being played at the Amsterdam Arena? No, that's no. there. It, for so, I don't understand the logistics behind that because they would have thought the Euros was such a big success. You would have thought. Yeah, they, they should have played at the Amsterdam Arena. But. They decided against it for some reason. It was a bit of a shame because I think a lot of people, fans, especially Arsenal fans and Arsenal fans living in Europe, would have wanted to go to that game and they can't now. So it's going to be a tough challenge. And I think maybe playing bright and maybe it would be the best sort of warm up to that game. Yeah. I, I just have a feeling that you're playing. Both your games at first at Meadow Park, and that, so you can sort of relax a little bit. You can try and get the the tie over and done with. Maybe you can get a little bit more match practice in as well. 
Yeah. I, th I think we're going to see a tough test, but at the same time, I think it's going to be an excellent one. If I had yeah. to say, say how it's going to go, I could imagine it being like the PSV game last season where we won 3 1. That's the sort yeah, of game yeah. that we're going to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of thinking the same, actually, that it'll be a similar sort of game to that. Um, and I actually think it might, it, you know, as much as we'd like to have qualified automatically by winning the league, having a qualifier actually is not that bad because when um, last season I thought the qualifiers helped us get sharpness for the, for the league season, I think it will help us now. You know, we've got those two games either side of Tottenham and I think that's going to be good yeah. to have them competitive games in Europe as well. And a different test as well, like you said, you know, playing against a team we've not played before. So it's going to be good to see some of these players, isn't it? You know, some of them we know from the Euros, as we said, and we know yeah. one or two others. So it's going to be interesting. But yeah, it's, it's I don't think it's a bad, it's not a bad draw for us, actually. And it's going to be nice. um, something to look forward to. For January. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Amal, uh, what, what are your, do you know much about Ajax, uh, the Ajax women's team or are you, you're not too... Sort of no, like, well, I, I don't know that much about. I know a few of their players, no. obviously, from, from the Euros I mean, and whatever. It's always, always between them and PSV in the in the in the league, isn't it? I was just yeah. going back, you know, seeing their form, and yeah, they 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 uh did need a late goal to get through their little their mini group. But I think Arsenal will be a step up advance. Yeah, they've got players that can trouble us, you know, Spitzer and Pulova and one or two mm. others. But they should. It's important that we uh, uh, as it, this is where squad depth comes into the conversation. That uh, we rotate yeah. our players well, you know, with Brighton on Friday, and then you know, who to start on, and win the games against Spurs, and then for the two qualifiers either side of that, it's going to be important. We keep those key players fit, and uh, we want to be mixing it amongst your best, and you know, trying to just gain a valuable experience, which will only serve to help the squad in the future. So yeah, I mean, it was a good draw for us, but we still have to, we still got a job to do, and hopefully we can do it. And uh, yeah, and. Uh, and uh, let's hope that we can qualify. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important for the club to be in the Champions League group stages, at least, isn't it? And um, we should we should get through, let's be honest. You know, as, as Matt yeah. said, we got through against PSV last year, fairly comfortably over the two legs. And I'm sure... We, actually, you know, PSV, we played them once, didn't we? It was... Yeah, that was in pre-season, wow. yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, I think um, Manu Ibochi scored that great goal against PSV, yeah. didn't he? That was oh, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, that was a cracker. <laughs> it was a cracker. Yeah, maybe she'll do it again against Ajax this, this time. You know, we'll have to see. Yeah. Actually, we didn't. We didn't get what we didn't do is we didn't get score predictions. Actually, Andreas, give us your two oh, score yeah. predictions for Brighton and Ajax because we didn't do that before. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, against Brighton, we'll win three-one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, against Ajax, um, two 0 and uh, it's still open for the second leg. But uh, uh, yeah, would would give us a bit bit of uh, of safety. But um, I, I don't think that the job will be done uh, uh, the first leg. So so like four 0 or something. I don't think so. Uh, no. Two nil. But, uh, that this would be okay, and then. And we'll get the job done in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, that that would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, that would be a good way to do it. Maybe give something to play for in a second leg, still rather like you said, rather than a nice four or five minute home. <laughs> I mean, Matt, I don't really want to ask your predictions. Not really, <laughs> it's going to be good. We do enjoy your predictions. 
I'm trying to uh, change my outlook this season, so try not be Mr. Doom and Gloom, so try and be a little more. Realistic. Oh, worry, well, you're not Mr. Doom and Gloom, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this seat, I think home crowds full out against Brighton, I think it's just going to be one of those games that we just cruise control. So I think something like a 3 0 yeah. win. Uh, sorry, similar lines as have you ever predicted a 3 0 win before, Matt? Have you ever <laughs> predicted a score like that? I don't think I have. I think the draw is the best we've ever got out of you before. So, wow, this yeah. is a new season, a new Matt. This is, I like it. Yeah. This is, good. is it really? Uh, yeah, I think I'll go for a 3 1 against Ajax. I just have a feeling that home that's going to settle us. It's almost like the ties there and almost done. You just need to get that maybe one or two away goals and then you're. You're cruising, or you just need. I know they don't have away goals anymore. Are they? No, no, As long as they score, as long as we score a goal away from home, then ties practically done. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So hang on a minute. Am, am I getting this right? Are you actually predicting two wins? Are we haven't started the season yet. <laughs> All I'm saying is, right, if anybody from the Arsenal women's team, if your own ass is watching this, right, you have to win these two games because if you don't win them two games, Matt's going to think it's his predictions that's caused that. And he'll, he'll lose every other game for the rest of the season. So if you are watching, we have to win these two games. Uh, last time I predicted a win, a, a win, we lost to Aston Villa, and that was the men's <laughs> side losing two at a two-one, two-nil even. That was yeah. during lockdown, so we, we, yeah, we, we don't Hopefully want to be you can get the win. Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, we, we I think we're confident we will, but yeah, let, if we don't win, it isn't because you predicted a win. Let's put it that way. <laughs> there'll be other factors that have been involved in yeah. that in those results, but um, yeah, hope that we do win. Obviously, that'd be great. Am I what's your prediction then for these two games, our first two games in the season? Big games for us, yeah. I, I, have to, I hope I can go to that game on Friday. I got my membership the other day, and um, uh, I'm it's a sellout, isn't it? So, yeah, hopefully the crowd can get behind them and cheer the heroes yeah. on. Yeah, I think we'll cruise. I mean, we've averaged well. Um, last season was probably the closest they pushed us 2 1. But if you look at the mm. scores before, then we scored three, fours, and five. But I think it'll be go along with what previous form I said. We'll beat Brighton 3 0 and get off with a nice win and a clean sheet. Ajax will be tougher. It remains to be seen who stays fit. They've got they a much tougher test than what Slavia pro- pro- provided last year. So, yeah. I think we can see them off, but we'll have to work hard for it. So I'll go 3 0 against Brian and 2 0 against Ajax. Well, that would be good. That would be good. I must admit, I'm actually feeling really, really confident at the Brighton game. I must admit, I think we're going to beat them quite well. I'm going to go 4 0 against Brighton. Yeah. I actually think, you know, I think we'll start the season on top of the league and that we're going to be there. Like last season, we've been out to be caught. So I think we'll win 4 0 against Brighton. Yeah, I do think Ajax will be slightly tougher than. Um, then obviously last season's game against against Slavia Prague. So I'm going to go. Yeah, I think two nil is a good score actually. I quite like two nil for that Ajax game at home. So I'll go for two nil with that one as well. And then you know two nice wins to kick off the season um, going into the North London derby. Now the problem is going to be actually uh, obviously the Friday before the Tottenham game. I'm actually driving down to London. Are, are you travelling on that Friday, Andreas, as well? Yes, yes. Um, I'm flying on Friday, Friday late evening. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, we're, we're driving down sort of Friday late or afternoon, so um, we won't be able to do a show. We'll have to maybe try and rearrange the show next week. To, we've got to do a Tottenham match preview, haven't we? Surely we've got to. Yeah, um, yeah and maybe obviously I have game. Maybe the Thursday or something. Yeah, maybe the Thursday. Maybe yeah. We'll have to we we'll have to look and see what we what we can do. We need to get that arranged because we need to do a game. Obviously, looking back on the games that we played and, and looking ahead to Tottenham. Are you going to Tottenham game, Matt? Are you going to that one? 
I I'm supposed to be. It's just a problem with the trains at the moment, which is causing yeah. a bit of problems because of, I think they're meant to be striking that weekend, and which is why oh. they weren't given the. Haven't they cancelled the strike now, though? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. They might have to end up flying over or something. <laughs> You'll be I'll, right, have yeah. to try, I'll have to do. I'll I'm I'll try and make it because I've got my ticket and it would be nice yeah. to go to to that again because it was no, it's gonna be it's gonna be probably even better than last year because it's such yeah. a big crowd forty thousand tickets sold it's just gonna be incredible are you yeah. going am have you got a ticket for that Tottenham? yeah i've got go yeah I, I, that's one of the games that's included unlike the man united and chelsea games which i played again but yeah i've got my ticket for that and um well i was supposed to be somewhere else that day but i'm skipping it to be at the game and then i'll have to go wherever i have to be in the evening later that day so it'll be a really busy day for me but i'll try and definitely get down yeah, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll all have to meet up, won't we, at the Emirates somewhere around yeah. there. I think we're all in different sections of the stadium, which is a little bit annoying. But anyway, it is what it is, I guess. Is but Harry going? Is Harry going? I think Harry's going as well, yeah. So yes, Beth needs a mascot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's right. Yeah, that's right. She'll that's need her mascot at the start of the season, I think. So, yeah, what... We'll have, to, we'll have to arrange it so we can all meet up, obviously, get Harry as well, meet up maybe before the game and after the game and, you know, we can we can do some stuff on the camera and talk about the game and all that kind of stuff. That would be really good. So, um, but yeah, we'll have to try and arrange the show for next week. It's going to be a little bit tricky because of travelling and all that kind of other stuff. So, we'll see what we can do. But hopefully, we'll be back next week at some point. We don't know what night it's going to be yet um, to look back on the, the opening couple of games of the season, look ahead to the big North London derby, the biggest save of WSL, WSL crowd potentially should yeah. be um, a record set. There could be a few records set this season, actually, the yes. way things are going with, with ticket sales, which is great. And, in, you know, women's football deserves deserves the kind of coverage it's been getting. It deserves the crowds it was getting in the Absolutely. Euros. And, it, and the WSL deserves that as well this season, doesn't it? So let's hope that this enthusiasm continues and everybody gets behind it. And this could be, you know, we said last season was so great with a Sky TV deal. Maybe this season could be even better. You know, this could be the greatest season ever in WSL history. And yes. if Arsenal win the, actually, even if it isn't, if Arsenal win the league, it will be, won't it? Because we'll <laughs> be, it'll, it'll be great. So let's hope so. But but yeah, so we've got a lot to look forward to um, this season starting. Finally, it seems like it's taken ages to come round again, doesn't it? Because it finished kind of in May and it started in the middle of September now, which is it's been a long time we've yeah. waited. The Euros, which kept us all busy and kept us all excited and obviously the start of the Premier League as well in the last few weeks has been pretty good for Arsenal so that's been great stuff as well um and we had um I just missed a comment actually Mohammed was saying about on Sunday Arsenal playing Brentford yeah that game's going ahead it's an earlier kickoff by the way they've moved it's the kickoff, kickoff, from kickoff from right. two o'clock to 12 o'clock yeah so just in case you haven't heard that it is um that is going ahead but uh the Thursday game isn't Mohammed says their Arsenal men's team in Europa League last week. Yeah, we played the Europa League last week. This week's game's been called off against PSV at the Emirates mm. on Thursday. So, I know it's confusing. Thursday's game's called off and Sunday's game is on, but they've moved the kickoff two hours to 12 o'clock. So, a little bit confusing. And the women's game on Friday, as far as we know, is still on. I think it will be. I can't see them postponing that. Right. So, um, we are going to get a couple of games this weekend to look forward to, but not on Thursday, unfortunately. Um, the London Derby is on Saturday, on and on Sunday Chelsea is playing against City, and I've got a ticket for Kings Meadow, so I will. Oh, wow. see how big oh, yeah. is the day after our? Well, that's brilliant! Wow. So, uh, wow. What, what, what weekend? In the week after after this uh, big weekend, I can right. tell you uh, how good Chelsea or City are. I, yes. I, <laughs> I, um, I'm going to look at going to the Chelsea Liverpool game. 
this weekend as well. Oh, yeah, it's and on Sunday, it's, yeah, seven o'clock in there. Yeah, Derby as well next weekend. So, can hopefully, if um, if our new signing Geo does make an appearance, I can let you know how she's got on. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good as well. Yeah, wow, fantastic. I see. I mean, this, see, women's <laughs> football is, is going to get well supported this season. Yeah, you know? well, Already, you know, you guys are going to games not involving Arsenal, which is great to see. Um, and I'm sure there'll be one or two others through the season. Yeah. Um, we're actually going to Wales the day after the Arsenal Tottenham game, so what we're going to oh, yeah. Wales. Oh. So yeah, we're driving down there, then driving back up to Wales on Sunday. Yeah, it's a long way. That's cool. going to be that's going to be fun. So it's going to be good good times, I suppose. But um, so yeah, so we'll try and get some show on next week if we can at some stage. Um, and regardless of that, whether we do or we don't, one good thing is definitely going to happen at the Emirates on a Saturday week. We're all going to meet up and we're all going to do some do have some fun, and that's going to be great. So we look forward to, to all of that as well. Um, so it's the start of the season. We're all excited, and let's hope we kick off in, in fine style on um, on Friday, of course. Kiddo says there are two win predictions from Matt. Indeed, yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to we'll have to copy that bit and play it back because it's never happened before. It's never happened before on the show. So it's a bit of history has been made tonight. Matt's predicted not one victory, two victories in the same week. Wow, fantastic stuff! Um, next next time we'll have to sing a song as well. <laughs> this is the problem. You see, trying to find songs that might go with the new players and yeah, it's quite hard. Yeah, no, no, it definitely is quite hard. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, we haven't bought loads of new players that you've got to worry about. We've only got two, so it's going to be a little bit easier <laughs> to start with, I suppose. It's not like we bought six or seven, but that would have been... Uh, no, that would have been... So you'll have, you'll have to work on that over the next couple of weeks, and then we can uh, get you to do the new songs for the new players, which would be nice. Um, and we can actually, maybe we can give them a, uh, their debut at the Emirates against Tottenham. That'd be nice. <laughs> get, get the crowds to join in, all the 40,000 <laughs> yeah. on that particular yeah. <laughs> We'll get Pete Drake. We get Pete Drake now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be really good. So we'll have to do that. So that's going to be great stuff. So yeah, loads and loads of great stuff to look forward to this season. Following the uh, the women's yeah. team, um, obviously we have got a new panelist joining us, Jason. He couldn't make it tonight, unfortunately, because mm. he's had to work late. But he will be getting involved in the show this season as well. Obviously, Harry is going to be coming in and out. He like he does. He's busy boy, but he will try. He'll, he'll be definitely coming on at some stage. Um, throughout the season as well. So, you know, lots to look forward to on the after. It will be going back to the regular Friday night slot eventually. Obviously, it would have been last Friday if it wasn't for the events that happened. Obviously, uh, this Friday there's a game and next Friday, me and Andreas are travelling down to mm-hmm. London. So, unfortunately, yeah. it hasn't quite worked yet. But, um, but yeah, Andreas will be flying as we as the show will be going on. So, we will go back to the regular Friday slot, kind of what the week after the North London derby, and it'll be regularly Fridays after yeah. that. So just right. bear with us on that. You might have to like swap your nights around a little bit just for the time being. But we will we will be sticking to the regular Friday shows eventually yeah. once things settle down. Um Kiddo says there, uh, if we lose, we all know the reason. No, we're not gonna blame, we're not gonna we want Matt to be predicting wins all through the season. So we're not gonna blame Matt if, if we lose, even though it is his fault. We won't blame him. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's good that we it's great that he's predicted a win for his own. We've never had it before. It's it's a unique experience. So we need to, we need to enjoy it. We need to enjoy it. When it's been the, been the cup competitions, the FA Cup. So yeah. Well, we don't want to go back down that route, do we? Really, let's be honest, because that that was that was quite a 
depressing thought. Um, but yeah, there's there's a load of great stuff coming out, obviously, with the women this season. There's going to be, obviously, the show on a Friday, usually there's going to be vlogs from all different games that we're all going to, which is going to be great. There's going to be the watch-alongs, of course, as always. Starting on Friday, the Arsenal-Brighton game will be there. We're watching on Friday evening. Um, what's it? Half past seven kickoff, isn't it? So we'll go live at quarter past seven, bit of build up all your team news and stuff like that. Um, so that's going to be good. So join me for that. Tomorrow night, actually, on a slightly different theme, we've got the Arsenal Review Extra Time show. Steve's bringing his show and uh, talking about the men's team. Not that there's been a lot going on, but there's always stuff happening in the world of Arsenal. So he'll be bringing you that show tomorrow at 8 o'clock. So please join us for that as well. And I say the watch along on um, on Friday for the women Arsenal against Brighton. And then on Sunday, we'll be covering a men's game as well against Brentford, which is going ahead this week, which is nice. Um, and then, of course, um, the Arsenal women again on uh, it's Tuesday, isn't it? Next week's Tuesday, it's Wednesday the week after, isn't it? So, Tuesday, yeah, yes, yeah. where it's going to be streamed. So, fingers crossed, look out for that. Hopefully, yeah. it'll be on DA's dozen oil again. Let's see, yeah, they've not got the rights for it. Yeah, it only goes through the group stage. So, oh, okay, they have to have to sell it off to whoever on Arsenal yeah. website streaming the game on uh, for, on. The Ajax games are they are they streaming them? They could do. I'm not 100 percent sure though. They, they did happened. last year, didn't they? The the qualifiers, the yeah. Arsenal Arsenal website streamed them, didn't they? I got a feeling they might well do that again, um, but we'll see. I mean, let's, let's hope so. Um, we shall see. Uh, Kiddo says they're the uh, the best show for sure. Well, you know, we, we try our best. We try yeah. our best. Um, Kiddo says they're a welcome uh, to the team. Jonas, looking forward. Uh, yeah, Jason. Jonas is the manager. He's been here a year already. Jonas. Jason's a new guy joining. Jason. Joining, uh, yeah, Jason is joining. <laughs> Jonas. Jonas is already here and we love him. Um, but yeah, Jason's going to be joining the panel. Hopefully, the next show that we do, hopefully next week, he'll be, he'll be on and I'm sure you'll... Uh, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll love Jason as well. So that's that's all coming out. I so say we've got some great stuff actually on the women this season. It's going to be really good. We're looking forward to the season, and you know we all think we're going to win a trophy, which is nice. Um, and I think we might win more than one. That's what I'm hoping anyway. So we'll see. Um, but it's going to be good. You know, I'm sure we'll all get the chance to meet up again throughout the season, won't we? At different games. I say obviously the Emirates one next week for starters, and then. I'm sure there'll be other games throughout the season. I'll probably meet up with Matt quite a lot because you, you obviously because you're in the northwest, aren't you? So I'll probably be going to Man United, Man City, going Liverpool, possibly Everton. So we might get to meet up a few times as well um, throughout the season, which will be nice. Um, so yeah, don't forget. I say we will. I'm not sure when the next show will be on the women's. We'll have to get a date together and sort it out. Um, otherwise, it won't be until the Friday after the North London Derby, which would be good. Um, Kino says, my bad. That is fine. We'll, we'll let you off. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, um, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I say tomorrow night is the Arsenal Extra Time show with Steve. So please join us for the eight o'clock. And then I say the watch along Friday, the women kicking off. We're going to be top of the league if we win, even if we draw, because we're the first one to play. <laughs> and we want to win, get a good win. And then everyone else has got to catch us up again. That's what we want to, we want to get after that good start that way. I'm sure we will. Um, so join us for that on Friday. It's going to be really, really good. Looking forward to that. And I say we will try and get a show together for you next week as well, if we can find a date that suits everybody um, and go with that. So, yeah, thank you all, everyone, for watching. Andreas, thank you very much again. Have you enjoyed being back on the show? I know it's not your regular Friday night slot. It's unfortunate, but did you still enjoy it? Yeah, of course. Glad to be back. And um, the season, it feels as if the season has started today. So I'm, I'm yeah. even more excited now for the match on Friday. And uh, yeah, it's great that, that the ball uh, starts rolling again and, and we're all excited. And yeah, it was great to be back on the show and looking forward for the next one. 
Yeah, exactly. Season two, we're we're going on. To, we're in season two already of the show, which is great, isn't it? Um, Matt, as well, great to see you again. I know I say you've been busy through the summer. It's good to see you. You enjoyed yourself being back. Yeah, it's good to be back, and I'm looking forward to seeing how this season goes, um, audience-wise as well. Like, well, I think we're going to see huge attendances grow. Yeah. And, it's only going to make everything better and i think that means that we'll get to see and talk to new people make new friends yeah, um might see a few more people are asked to, or request to come on for you richard but you never know it will be an interesting season ahead and that's for sure I'm it will yeah it definitely will be an interesting season and and you know potentially as you said the biggest season that has ever been for women's football in this country and hopefully you know we can you know if people want to come on the show that's great well you know you're more than welcome if so if anyone out is interested in coming on the show for in the season let us know if you're at any of the games as well um you know you want to meet up if you're at the emirates next sunday uh, next saturday sorry for the north london derby let us know meet up it'd be great to see you um we, we met with jander at the aston villa game last season so hopefully we you know we can meet other people as well from from who've been in the chat so yeah. if you're any of the games just let us know we can meet up at the emirates it'd be great to see you um and obviously you can join in with our little fun videos that we're going to make as well it's Mm -hmm. um Emma as well good to see you again uh, you've enjoyed the show yeah good to be back and uh let's uh, and uh, great to be part of the group once more <clears throat> and uh yeah I mean after the summer let's just hope that we just continue to build and as Matt was saying um this could well hopefully it will turn out to be a record-breaking season in terms of crowds and interest and getting young girls into football so yeah bring it on this is just the start of what could be a few special ones ahead for the women's game so now it'll be really good 100 it should definitely be we're all going to enjoy it i'm sure and it was a great question tonight as well we did enjoy Thank that you. as well very Thank very you. good it got us thinking and it was uh that was very good we enjoyed that so look forward to the next one of that as well so yeah thanks everyone for watching thanks all you guys in the chat don't forget to give it a like as well before you leave and if you haven't subscribed yet please consider doing so we have got some great new shows this season which we've been doing already and there's going to be some more great stuff with the women now the women start i've been waiting for this for a few weeks and we're back always good to talk about the Arsenal women so yeah um please consider subscribing we'll see you live tomorrow on steve's extra time show which is going to be great as always and i'll be back on friday for the big watch along the start of the wsl season arsenal against brighton we should already have started but we haven't but we're going to start now <laughs> we're doing it come on arsenal come on you gunners let's start the season as we mean to go on with a big win thanks to andreas to matt and amar of course as well we will see you very soon take it easy guys thanks for watching come on you gunners Take care.